you should never lie in a relationship, right? Mo- most of the time that, that rule applies. I do think there are a couple of different occasions where it's okay to be a little dishonest when it comes to the truth. And the situation that she is in, I think, may be okay. It may just be okay for her to be a little dishonest about how she really feels when it comes to this. But see anything that falls into this category. It's a brand new Ask My Mom today on this Tuesday show. Welcome. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Yo, what's up? Today is the uh, this is the 10th of January. I had to think what month is this. Uh, today is actually my high school girlfriend's birthday. I don't know how in the world I still remember that. I can't remember no one's birthday. And everyone gets so offended. I, I can't remember no one's birthday past the age of like, I don't know, 20. I feel like all those brain cells are shot. Um, it literally, if I met anybody new, if I date anybody and they're like, never, I will literally never remember it. But for some reason, like I can remember this one. Um, this is a podcast that's based in three principles. Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot and we love my mom. My co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. I want to give a shout out to all my haters out there listening to this podcast right now. You know who all you are. All your haters. All my haters. Oh, gosh. There's multiple haters out there. Uh-oh. And listen, I don't need to point out names. I don't need to. Mm-hmm. Say, haha, told you so. I'm just going to read you an email that I received at 4.13 p.m. on Monday. And you tell me how this makes you feel in your soul, okay? Mm. All dot, 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 dot. As you know, we've had several employees test positive for COVID-19 today. We are now up to our third person today. Therefore, I think it's best that all of our employees who are able to work from home do so for the remainder of the week. Please make sure to take your laptop home and plan to return to the office on Tuesday, January 17th after the holiday. Please stay healthy and see your supervisor with any questions. That was sent from my general manager to all staff in my radio cluster. Now, the reason I want to say shout out to all my freaking haters out there is because Last week, we were talking about, like, am I being a crazy person? I purposely did not go to our company holiday party because Mm -hmm. I was, like, way too COVID anxious, right? Because, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm leaving to go to Mexico tomorrow and didn't want to screw the trip up. Y'all, I think it's, like, it's about to go down. I think this is just the beginning of anyone that went to that party. I think we're going to start to see, like, the, the, uh, what what do you say, the, the dominoes drop. Mm-hmm. We're going to start seeing the cards fold, if you will. Oh, thank God you and Jess didn't go. How about that? Oh, How about that? Gosh. And for some reason, I just had this sneaking suspicion. I'm like, I just, I don't know. Like all week, I'm like, I know I need to go, but something's just telling me, don't go. Mm. Don't do it. It's not worth it. And wow. now, so many people at work, I mean, three people, we don't have, I mean, in our building, we probably have 25 people. Okay. Cool. So, like, as of right now, 10% of the workforce in our building, it's down, oh. you know? So that easily oh. could have been me. That easily, that easily mm. could have been me. So I'm feeling like super, mm. super happy that I did not do that. Um, did not mm. go to that. I've been, you know, I've been dodging everything. I have been, I have, like we talked about yesterday, I've been just been an absolute crazy person. You know, the question that Carissa was nice enough to put up on the certified fans Facebook page is like, are you still wearing a mask? Right. And like, where do you do it? And like, it looks like, I mean, majority, I, I'll go through some of these because I said I've been, I think I've been like overly cautious when I look around at society and then I look at myself and I'm like, wait a minute. 
doesn't look like I'm everyone else. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not doing anywhere. So let's think. I didn't wear it at all today. I just went to work, came home. Uh, I mm-hmm. don't wear it to the gym because I use the gym in my condo, and usually I'm away from everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, last time I used it was to go to the grocery store. But like mm-hmm. I'll pop in and out of places just to like you know, got to run to the CVS. I'll go grab something at CVS. I'm gonna leave. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Let's go through just a couple of quotes from you guys when it comes to wearing a mask and like who is still doing it. And this one actually had, you guys had a lot to say about this one. So probably one of our bigger posts. Um, Chris, I started with, I I occasionally do. I work at a school. And so this time of year, yeah, I bet. I I bet. Like, I can't imagine with kids kids and everything. Mm. Chris Mm. says she still does wear it on a plane, which I, yeah, when I fly, there's probably 30% of people still wearing it. Marcy says only when she's required to, like at the doctor's office. Mm -hmm. Uh, Julie pretty much said the same sentiment. So did Eileen. Mm -hmm. Basically, you know, um, only when required. I think you can catch stuff regardless uh, whether you wear one or not. I'm no doctor, just an observation. Let's see. Um, pretty much you guys are all saying pretty much the same. Sometimes do. Uh, it really depends. A lot of people are still on an airplane. Um, yeah. So I am like, woo. If I can just get on this plane tomorrow. <laughs> but I just, I feel like everywhere I turn. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like, I can't, I can't. I can't get sick. And I had a really, y'all, I had like the worst combination of hypochondria and <laughs> elevator awkwardness. I know you guys love my awkward elevator story. So I got a great one for you today. And I don't, again, if you're new to the podcast, I don't know what it is, but I lose all control to have normal conversations while I'm on an elevator in my condo. I'm fine. Everywhere else, I'm fine. I can talk to people. I mean, I don't, necessarily choose to but like yeah this is what i do professionally i need to start recording these i wish i knew they were coming so i could like record how awkward i am oh, yeah. i wish was like an easy button i could just hit on my phone and just hit record so you could hear it okay so today i i get on the i'm going to work out right and the elevator opens and it opens from both sides right so um getting on is one of my neighbors from the other side and we, we're going to ride the elevator and that's the worst because then like you don't you can't prepare. You don't know somebody's coming. Like usually if I hear somebody coming on the elevator, I'll wait. Like if I hear it beeping already, I said, I'm not doing it. I'm going to wait for the next one to, to come. Right. <laughs> so I, I didn't know because the, the, both the doors, because the elevator opens on both sides, open at the exact same time. So all of a sudden you're just like, like standing there facing your destiny. of like, Oh my God. Okay. I've got to, I've got to now ride down five floors with this person. Mm-hmm. But keep in mind, like we're neighbors. We're supposed to know each other. So, um, he gets on and, and I've, and I've seen this guy before. Um, so and he's got two dogs with him. So we're now we're in this like tight elevator with two dogs. I'm already like, Oh my God, COVID. I'm, he's giving me literally RSV as we speak right now, but it's fine. <laughs> um, and so, um, uh, of course I, I, I'm sure like most normal humans, he's okay riding down in silence, but I, I don't for some reason operate under that same rule book. I like to, for some reason, I feel this uh, absolute need to entertain and, and conversate with humans as I'm riding down this, on the elevator. So I get on and, um, I'm like, I, I'm like, Oh, Oh, we both say it's, it's always kind of weird, you know, when the door opens on both sides and we both kind of confirm that. And then he gets in and it's kind of quiet. And I'm like, okay, well now I feel really uncomfortable. So I've got to say something. And I look down at his dogs and I'm like, oh, uh, well, I know that your dad says that you're um, ill-behaved. Ill-behaved? Ill-behaved I don't think is even a word. Like I've never said the word <laughs> ill-behaved in, in my life. 
So I'm talking <laughs> to the dog now, and I'm like, I know your dad says you're really ill behaved, but I think, I think you're, I think you're great. And I put my go to put my hand out to like touch the dog, you know, uh-huh. and the dog like kind of like snips at me, and he like pulls the dog <laughs> back, like, why are you touching my dog? <laughs> wow, we're just trying to like ride now. Like, you don't need to talk. Like, we're, it's literally five floors. You don't have to. You don't have to like have conversation with my. Why are you talking about I, his I, dog? I don't know because because usually he's always like it's like the same. We have the same conversation every time I see this guy. He's always like, oh, oh. be careful because my dogs on the arm that good, but they're always like, really well behaved with me. And so oh. I just just for I was it was awkward silence. So I'm like, I need to talk to the dog. <laughs> so I talk to the dog for a minute, and then I get like kind of reprimanded for talking to the dog, and then he's like, um. <laughs> <laughs> so as we're writing down, he said, like, oh, by the way, uh, I'm, um, we're going to be out of here. I think he said we're going to be out of here on Tuesday. Um, and I'm, and I'm trying to like figure out what he's saying. Cause I'm like out of here. Like, what do you, what do you mean? And I'm like, oh, where, where are you going? Like, why, why am I asking these questions? I don't even know why I'm, I care where this man's going. And he's like, no, we're, we're going to be, we're going to be moving out. And I said, oh, I said, oh, well, where are you moving? Why am I asking all these questions? <laughs> We're only on like we're we're, we're half a floor down at this part. All this has literally been half a floor. Hasn't been one beep on the elevator yet out of five. And I said, well, where you know where are you guys moving? He's like, oh, we're moving over to building number two. And I'm like, oh, well, why why the short move? Why am I asking so many questions? Why am I asking so many questions? And he's like, oh, because they they sold my um they sold my my unit that I was renting, so we decided to buy a unit over in um in uh, and, and building number two. And like <laughs> at this point, the door is opening. We're like walking out of the elevator. Right. And mm-hmm. I like, we could have just been like, I, I don't know why. <laughs> like, I don't ever say these, these, these no- phrases in normal life, but I say, okay, well, I hope you have the safest of travels and move. Like the man's li- like, he's not Gulliver's travels. He's moving from one, one building to another. <laughs> <laughs> he's like okay oh, God, like he's even weird out. and then what's even worse and now we're both heading towards the same way in the hallway uh-huh. right so like we're both heading out um i'm heading to the gym but he's heading out of the building and we have to like walk down a hallway together in like utter silence <laughs> <laughs> and just i can't i can't move into a building with i i'm i can't next time <laughs> Jeez, this alone has told me I don't. So I need funny. I need a elevator single, phobia. <laughs> I need to. I, I just. I get so anxious. I get so much social anxiety in this fucking <laughs> thing. I just can't even. I just can't put my thoughts together to like have a normal conversation to save my life. It's bad. It's so bad. <laughs> so there's um. Oh gosh. There's your social that reminds anxiety. me when when your dad and I went for his chemo appointment. Yeah. I had gone back out to the car and it was coming back without him. And this kind of flamboyant looking woman got on the elevator with me. And, um, and she, she said, where are you going? You know, meaning which floor, because she was by the buttons. Where are you going? And I said, oh, number four. She said, okay, me too. And I said, oh, you must be going. Are, are you going to? And I named, you know, Jim's doctor. Oh, No. I used to go there. I hate those people. Oh, God. I felt so bad when I was going there and having treatment. Now I go to Dr. ABC down the hall, <laughs> and I can't tell you how much better I feel. And this is on the elevator? Like, as you guys <laughs> yes. are. Yeah, it's just, it's the, just most, the two of Like, us. why did that need to be said? <laughs> I, the most uncomfortable I mean, conversations are with him. You know? I think that should be a reality show. 
We're like, you're yeah. stuck on, you're stuck on a, um, an elevator with four strangers <laughs> and it's like, you have to like, you're literally, but here, here it is. Tell me if this would be something you'd watch is you got four strangers from four different walks of life, right? Like you've got a really political person. You got like, um, you know, a, a hippie, um, you got somebody that I, I don't know. You, I, I don't know four four very different human beings and you put them all in an elevator and they just have to ride this elevator continuously until they hit the button to get off. And the last person standing is, <laughs> oh, is the winner of, of half a million dollars. Um, and I feel like that would be an excellent uh, <laughs> heart pounding uh, series. I feel like uh, SNL has done some great spoofs oh, about I that. Just, I just can't. I can't it do is elevator. weird it's though. So I mean, uncomfortable it to me. It is so funny on the elevators. Oh, people, uh, some people talk, some people don't. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just weird. It bad. is funny. Okay. We're going to do a 14-year-old, um, 14 years too late movie <laughs> review. Uh, you know how we do this from time to time. And mom, if you're wondering, if we already talked about this, the answer is that we did, but we cut it out of yesterday's episode, but I feel like it'd be more appropriate for today anyway. Well, um, let's roll it. So um, in case you don't know, I have this um, – I don't know what it is, but I, I have been going back and watching a lot of movies that I feel like I was deprived from. And a lot, most of these movies you have already seen. So I feel like there's no spoiler alert needed because they're classic movies that every human has seen. Typically, I go back and watch movies from like the 80s has been was like a popular genre in 90s for a while. And I was you know, over the holidays, I was watching old school holiday movies I hadn't seen before. Uh, but over the weekend, I went and I saw or I, I stayed home and I saw uh, Avatar, the very original avatar movie and if you're like wait a minute the second one no not the second one the first one and no i don't feel like i need to say spoiler alert because by now you've probably seen it or you don't give a damn um <laughs> wasn't it like 2009 it was 2009 it came out so 14 yeah. years ago i feel like after yeah. after like five years you don't owe anybody a spoiler well alert i didn't deprive you of that one yeah, that you was on my, that was my own. own. By well, then. It, the premise of it, it falls into like the Star Wars and Harry Potter series to me, which is like just dumb. Like I, I saw the preview and I was like, this just looks stupid. Like the mm. I don't want to spend how long is the movie, Mom? Three hours? Yes. It's a very long movie. It took me five sittings. I either fell asleep or I had to pause it and come back to it because it's so long. So long. Um, but so we actually talked about it on yesterday's, yesterday's podcast. And I was, um, uh, I took it out of yesterday's podcast though, because yesterday's episode was super long. Uh, so I thought we'd talk about it today because my mom actually also watched it for the first time. And I wanted to know, uh, mom, you're, how far do you think you're in? Like half? Uh, about, a third? An hour. about an hour. About an hour. It's about a third uh-huh. in. Okay. So I got a question about Avatar mm-hmm. number one which I know this is the least topical thing we could talk about right now. Um, <laughs> did anybody else get like a weird like sense of ick watching Avatar? And I don't, I haven't like put a lot of time into like researching Avatar and like the premise behind it and where it came from. Um, but it screamed very much the uh, dawn of our country. A little bit. And I know that we're talking about blue people and creatures on a false planet, but I got a really sad sense watching this movie because I'm like, mm. wait, this is exactly what happened at the 
the the formation of America, right? Like, mm. so basically, if you haven't seen Avatar, it's what it is. There's a planet of of blue people, and there is a, some kind of mineral. Is it a mineral or gem or what? It, what is? Uh, some it's kind a of, gem, I yeah. think. Yeah. So uh-huh. that's on this planet that's worth a lot of money, and so what they do uh-huh. is they're going to go harvest it from this tree, even though this country, I mean, this planet, is already inhabited by these mm-hmm. little spiritual creatures. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, here comes, here comes. Um, Seen, seen uh, Mr. European over here and uh, basically decides that he wants to now, you know, harvest that thing. And and I'm like, man, this is like this. And I got like kind of emotional because I was like, that's exactly what happened. Mm. That's exactly what happened in America. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. This couldn't scream more. This is what happened. Like there were mm-hmm. Native Americans already here. And for mm-hmm. some reason, all we talk about is when our country was formed. And the, there was like this, you know, we, 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 we barely brush on the fact that, um, oh, yeah, you know, and there, there are people here. They, they had a fantastic meal. It was a great meal. Everyone shook hands. And then they just went on this little trail. It was called the Trail of Tears. And it was fine. And you're like, wait a minute. I feel like we kind of rushed past that part. So what happened to those people? And like, it was terrible. Like, it was mm-hmm. awful. And as I'm watching Avatar, I'm like, this is exactly, this is exactly what happened. Like, mm-hmm. exactly the, the premise of mom. I won't, I won't say much more because I know you haven't watched it yet, even though I said mm-hmm. no spoiler alerts are needed here. Um, but mom, but I can us- see where, I can see where that's going. Already, do, yeah, like you see it, right? And do, do mm-hmm. are, are you getting that ick feeling from watching that? Or am I the only one that's probably taking yeah. Avatar way too deep? No, 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 no. I yeah, I had some trepidation about that. Yeah, um, you know, just in the first hour because you can see, you can see where it's headed, and it's interesting because we saw James Cameron interviewed on Sunday. And, um, you know, he was talking about the new one and he was talking about how it has so much to do with climate change, Mm. you know, that there really is a message there. Mm -hmm. So then as I started watching this one today, I'm thinking, yeah, there's a message here too. Yeah. It just seems like, wow, this is. Yeah. Anyway, Mm -hmm. you'll, um, I won't say too much more because I know that you're watching it. Here's the question though. So it's, it's a big investment of time, right? It's easily, it's Mm -hmm. easily you're going to put in. Uh, you're putting in three hours um, yeah. into this movie. Here's the question. Is it worth seeing the second one? Because I felt like the first one was really good. If you're wanting my mm-hmm. review, I always give things, uh, I, I choose an object from the movie and then I rate it. I would easily give Avatar, um, I would give it, and this is weird for me because I typically don't like movies like this, but I would, I'm going to give it a five out of five blue people. I know they have a name, but I forget mm. what it is now. And that seems, that seems racist to me. I feel like I'm racist mm-hmm. for not knowing the blue people's name. Five um, out of five avatars. Five out of, well, well yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So I, I do. I think, I think it was a fantastic movie. Um, but here's the thing. It was a big investment. I would have been so mad. Movies are so long nowadays mm-hmm. that if you get to the end of them, and like it wasn't good back in the mm-hmm. day, it was it was easy. It was it was an hour and a half. Like you almost knew like to clockwork. It was an hour right. and a half of your life. Even it, if you hated it, you could bear it. Was it was fine. Like I literally <laughs> spent a majority of my weekend. I felt mm-hmm. like watching Avatar. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, I like like movies now are so incredible. So like if I if I go invest in the second one and it's not good, like, I'm gonna I'm gonna genuinely feel anger. Mm. I'm gonna feel anger in my in my soul, you know, because um, mm-hmm. it's not gonna it's not gonna seem worth it. 
to do it. You it's know, like I, w- I was telling Jim today. I think I'd like to see that on a big screen, like the movie theater. Yeah, I'm sure it'd been a lot better. Just because it's you. so spectacular. Yeah, you know, it's well, just if, so over the top. If you've seen the second one, um, will you please let the group know if it's worth it or not? Because I will. Yeah. It, it, it'd be one where I swear to you, like not only did I spend. Literally, what is it? To go to the movies now, $34 a person or whatever. Um, <laughs> right. I'll be so mad if I sit through, if I go over there. And again, it won't be for a while. The damn thing will be out on, you know, streaming before I even probably get back from Mexico. Yeah. Um, but I'll be so mad. It's like, I'm sure how you felt with, there's a lot of people that get upset with the, is it Justice League? Forgive me because I don't really know superhero movies that well. Um, but it was one that they came out. It was literally, it was the one on HBO Max. It came out as four hours. Oof. So that's a big investment. And then they were like, mm. it sucked. And I don't want I don't want that feeling. So mm-hmm. anyway, let the group know. Okay, mm-hmm. mom, let's do our quote for today. Okay. It's from Mignon McLaughlin, who is a journalist and author whom I'm not really familiar with. But he's he writes, Hope is the feeling we have that the feeling we have is not permanent. And, you know, that is so true. When you are in a bad place and you are feeling so bad about whatever is going on in your life and you just think, oh, my God, this is the worst thing ever, just know that you you have to hold on to hope that this is going to pass and that it will be okay. That's, you know, that's what hope is, is holding on that the days are going to be better. And don't lose that because when you do, you fall into despair. I'm listening to an interesting podcast right now on, um, oh man, I didn't plan on talking about this. I got to remember what the term is. Um, it was um, optimistic bias. Okay. And mm-hmm. it was talking about how, you know, thinking optimistically, um, you know, it doesn't necessarily make the situation or doesn't change the outcome, but it can positively improve the experience that you're having. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found it really interesting. And it was talking about how, um, even when we use it, um, cause obviously that's when I say that to you, I know you, what, what you're taking that as, as, like, okay, so if I'm in a hard situation, but I think something positive is going to come of it, then it won't be as, you know, the negative feelings. That that basically is, there you go, I just saved you an hour of, of a podcast. But what I found really interesting <laughs> when it comes to feelings, too, is that, and, and this kind of relates to, to me and um, in kind of the, the mindset of humans, I guess, is that uh, they were talking about how this is even, they did like a study, and they talked about how they interviewed a bunch of people that were about to go on a vacation Mm -hmm. and they asked, you know, their feelings before they went on a vacation, they asked their feelings Mm -hmm. while they're on vacation. And then they asked a, um, uh, how they felt when they got back and they were kind of doing brain scans too on, on how their body reacted. And the highest amount of satisfaction and joy actually came before the vacation. You surprised by this? Are you, you yeah. left me? Where'd you go? <laughs> no, uh, no, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> Where, where'd you yeah. go? You left me here. I need, I need Jim, to yeah. this. Jim is asking me about a baked potato. Sorry. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so 
so that's what they said. They said that the highest satisfaction of the vacation actually came before the vacation. The mm-hmm. highest satisfaction did not come during the vacation mm-hmm. and it didn't come after the vacation. It was mm-hmm. literally before the vacation was the highest point of satisfaction. And the mm-hmm. reason because of that is because you have this bias of how great the vacation is going to be. Yes. It's in so your mind. It's all in your mm-hmm. mind. Like you're completely making up the scenario of how fantastic this trip is going to be, right? So, yes. And I can I can attest to this 100%. I can't tell you how many vacations I've I've been on in the last couple of years where my expectation did not match my reality anyway. So like, yeah, the, the best part of it was leading up to it because I'm over here I'm getting I'm getting excited about it. Mm-hmm. I am I'm thinking about, you know, oh my god, I'm going to be on the beach and I'm you know, there's obviously no rainy days in my head. Mm-hmm. There's no mm-hmm. there's no flight issues in my head. Uh, mm-hmm. In my head, it's literally all optimism because I'm so excited. Nobody before they go on a trip is like, man, I can't wait for these flight delays. <laughs> or I can't wait for this to be over. Oh, I bet I'm going to get E. coli poisoning <laughs> while I'm on vacation. Like nobody thinks that. You start thinking, you start picturing this, right? You plan this perfect mm-hmm. vacation in your head. So then obviously when you get there, your expectations are, mm, you know, it's maybe even hard to match. Right. Sometimes it can't exceed what you've imagined it right. to be. Right. It doesn't doesn't match up. Right. And I, that's happened to me plenty of times. Where I'm yes. like, it's like it's like the first time I went to Tulum was man, I was ready for this super quaint spiritual beach town with huts everywhere and like everyone's doing yoga and, and drinking green smoothies and you know whatever. <laughs> and it was not. You know, it was not right. what I had actually pictured. And like the things that I'd seen even like on the internet. You know, I was very right. like kind of like bummed out. But the second time I went, I had a much better time because I kind of knew what I was getting myself into. So then of course then when you get back from a trip, then it's usually the lowest of the the um I guess it depends on how your trip went, but, but it's interesting. So here's the point. Here's the point is that thinking optimistically, no matter what the outcome is, mm-hmm. is always going to bring you the greatest amount of joy. Mm-hmm. And this is proved in neuroscience now. So mm-hmm. if you take the opportunity and, you, and here's the thing is you can also use that in reverse. If you're going to think the worst of a situation, then your whole experience is going to be way a way worse than it would be in the first place. Mm-hmm. But it's even talking about like um, for managers and for – this could probably be for parenting too where if you tell your team, your kids, your family optimistic things about mm-hmm. an experience that's about to come up, mm-hmm. it's going to make it an overall more positive experience because of all these – chemicals that your brain's building mm-hmm. before they even get to the experience in the first place. Mm-hmm. So I think that made sense. <laughs> Does that make sense? I don't know. It's interesting. We can, we can talk about baked potatoes with dad. That sounds like it might be <laughs> obviously more important than this podcast right now. All right. Uh, today's podcast is sponsored. <laughs> today's podcast is sponsored by uh, apostrophe. Listen, I get it. It's uh Clear, having clear skin is a goal of all of ours and a reality for only some. It's frustrating as you start to get old. Like, have you ever found yourself having weird acne pop up out of nowhere? And you're like, where did this come from? Like, I'm X amount of years old. Like, when you're 12, sure, it makes sense. But, like, adult set acne is kind of a weird thing or any kind of skin condition. And here's the thing what I love about this new client that we have called Apostrophe is that they, uh, it's everything is done online. Everything is done online and you're going to notice a a reoccurring theme with our podcast is that if it's simplistic, I want to promote it. 
You know, we talk about it like therapy online. We talk about shopping <laughs> online. I don't want to make your life difficult. I want to make your life easy. And I didn't even know this was a thing. So let me introduce it to you. So Apostrophe is this online platform that connects you with an expert dermatology team to get you customized acne treated for your unique skin. And when you use Apostrophe, you get access to oral and topical medications that use clinically proven ingredients to help clear your acne. And you got to simply just fill out an online consultation with your skin goals and your medical history. And you'll snap a few selfies. And then this board-certified dermatologist will actually create an initialized custom treatment for you. And then you've got access to um, prescription treatments uh, for all types of acne, from hormonal acne. Because uh, even like I've heard – I've heard some of my pregnant friends, right? They get pregnant. All of a sudden, like, I, have, I have acne. I have all these, these um, skin issues I didn't have before. Very and, common. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maybe back chest butt mm-hmm. acne you got butt acne where's that coming from you trying mm-hmm. to clear it up well you know you may not want to go to a dermatologist's office to go talk about your butt acne um <laughs> but but you can with with apostrophe <laughs> these guys are the experts so you get um i you know that's that's been one of my things uh that i've been focusing on has been my skincare because i know i only have so many more good years luckily i have i have nancy yancy's skin complexion and so um my 40 year old face um is, is doing better than some but i gotta take good care of it and that's why i do like a, working with apostrophe and a special deal for you by the way you get uh, your first visit for just five dollars it's just five dollars so go to apostrophe.com slash kramer use the code kramer and that's a savings of fifteen dollars this code is available to just you just anyone listening to this podcast. So to get started, apostrophe.com slash Kramer uh, to take care of your, some of your skin issues and do it online without having to go to the dermatologist. It's hard. By the way, to get into, remember when I had all this uh, jock itch stuff going on? It took me three months, maybe longer than maybe even four months to get a dermatology appointment. So let's like cut that out and go to mm-hmm. apostrophe.com slash Kramer and get started. Use the code Kramer at sign up. You're going to get your first visit for five bucks. And thank you to apostrophe, by the way, for, uh, for sponsoring our podcast. Also making things easy this new year is care of, we all want to, we all want to be, uh, healthy. And we also, I think struggle with what now my mic went off. I had to talk about a big potato with Kiki. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, if you listen to this podcast, you know another reoccurring theme is like just feeling good, taking care of yourself. And I think we struggle with what do we need to take care of ourselves. And we talk a lot about mental health and we talk about physical workout. And supplementation has been a big, been a big part of my life now for the last five years. And it really is uh, – it's a game changer. When you find the right supplements for you, you're like, it is a game changer. Mom, I know you're big into supplements too. And I know you would agree with that, yeah? Absolutely. So yes. the question is like what do you need though? Like what do you need <laughs> – for your particular body, your particular lifestyle, and instead of going to see a naturopathic doctor or somebody like that, because I feel like even doctors aren't really quite sure. I don't take some vitamin C or take a multivitamin, but it, like I, I take about. Let me think. My subscription has like seven or eight different supplements in it. Um, that's great for my body, and it's really helping my mental health. It's helping my physical health, and all the way around, it's been really good. So, um, what they do, basically you go on to, uh, care Up's website and you take a short in-depth quiz about your lifestyle and your health goals. And then a personalized doctor backed recommendation comes back to you about what supplements to be right for you. And then care of has this, this daily vitamin pack. And all you do is you just, uh, you know, it comes in, you get 30 packs or 31 packs and you open the pack up every day and you down it with some water and there you go. 
That is that is your new supplement care. And you can change. I change mine probably twice a year. So I'm a big fan of it. And if you're wondering what supplements take to fill your best in 2023, get 50% off. Miss it 50% off your vitamins, y'all. That's a good ass deal. Uh 50% off your first care of order. Go to takecareof.com. Enter the promo code Kramer50, Kramer50, and then get 50% off your first order at takecareof.com. Promo code Kramer50. Certified fans, this podcast would not be existing without you. These are the amazing humans that can contribute $6 a month to our podcast. And uh, we're like a family. This, this, uh, y'all, if I was like, man, we, 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 we ride at dawn. I feel like we would, <laughs> we could take on any, <laughs> any challenge, you know, it's we like, could. I think Apple, let's go back to Avatar for a second. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we would be, we would be, be the blue people. And I forget Navi. I think their names are the Navi. That'd be us, baby. We'd be out there. Mm-hmm. Mom, I won't tell you how it ends, but that'd be us. We're, we're the blue mm-hmm. side. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. but it's, it's good people. <laughs> I don't know how to put these two together, <laughs> but I did. And it's, um, and a hundred percent of this proceeds go to the production of this podcast. You get a bunch of perks by doing so, right? Like you get more content, you get shout outs, you get discounts on merch, uh, you get info before anybody else. And yeah, you're just loved. And we have a really cool fan page that we have that you're, you know, that's exclusive to certified fans uh, as a way to talk about the show. It just kind of takes the show to the next level, in my opinion. So we need three people this month. Today's the 10th. So we got uh, a few more days of live shows. So hopefully you'll consider being a certified fan. If this, this show means something to you and the production of it means something to you. Um, and you want to help contribute to it, we would really appreciate that. When you join, you do get a uh, you get a um, episode dedicated to you. Since we have nobody new right now, what we do is we spin our wheel of certified fans of the hundreds all over the country, and we dedicate to somebody who's been here now for a minute. Certified fan number fifty nine is our certified fan of the day. Ooh, and it is lots of early ones. That's good. It's my aunt Charlene. It's my aunt Charlene. How about oh. that? My actual aunt Charlene. Oh, uh-huh. So great. This is Jimmy Mac's sister. Her. Older sister? She's older, yeah. Older. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh huge supporter. I mean, mm-hmm. Aunt Charlene has been supporting my shows since I was probably <laughs> doing um probably since you've had a show. Yeah, Atlanta, <laughs> Atlanta workshop players, I would say, probably. Uh-huh. Back in my acting group back in the day. <laughs> Yes. This, this poor woman has been the subject of <laughs> numerous programs. Oh, and um, she's still there, so, you know, cheering you on. So be, is your Uncle Russ. Yeah, so, might, so might be my two biggest fans on the planet. <laughs> and all the, all the performances. No, you know what? The first performance that they probably had to deal with was all these Christmas shows I used to put on or any kind of – listen, every time there mm. was a – um, every time that there was God, a family get together holiday, mm-hmm. I would put together some type of program <laughs> right. to go with it. And in my head, it was like being on Broadway and I've seen some videos <laughs> since then and they were awful and I get it now. I understand why parents drink a lot. Um, I don't think I could be sober and be a parent. So I, I give a lot of credit to y'all that have had to put up with these programs. But anyway, so Aunt Charlene and Uncle Russ have been, God, I can't, we couldn't count the, the different, um, what would you say, Mom? The different, I don't want to say episodes. The ways, the ways they've yeah. loved you and the, supported you. Well, the different uh, reenactment, yeah. or I don't know what I'm like, like resurgences of my performances oh. and different 
forms and fashions and plays yeah, and musicals. They've and watched, they've watched you grow up for sure. <laughs> Videos, shows that I made or, you know, radio shows, podcasts. They've been there for it all. So, Aunt Charlene, it's a big thank you to you today. This is my aunt, and she's our certified fan of the day, number 59. Let's give her some whoop, whoop, mom. Okay. Whoop, whoop to Aunt Charlene. Yes. And they're in South Carolina. Thank you. It's awesome. Very much. Yes. Love if, you. If you want to join us, text the word fans, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8, and that would be awesome. Would love it. Would love it. Would love it. Would love it. So thank you for very, 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 very much. <laughs> uh, all right. So here's an update with our schedule. Today will be our last show for the week. Um, I know I was hoping to put some mini episodes together, y'all, but the yeah, the damn radio show is having me put together basically five radio shows right now. And now uh, you have to work from home. Well, no, I don't have to because I'm we're we have like a COVID protocol in the studio. Like Justin has a separate oh, studio. Oh, that's right. So You're we're not fine. In the same studio. No. Yeah. So it, you know that's only for people that you know. But we have we have literally five radio shows to produce. Mm -hmm. Um, in two days, basically, because I didn't, well, we, we started a little bit on Friday, so I'm not going to be able to put a ton of extra time in a certified mama's boy, unfortunately, but here's the good news. There'll be a whole bunch of content you can go listen to over on Kramer and Jess on demand while I'm mm -hmm. gone. So our next real time, our next episode, we'll come back out on the, uh, the 18th, which is next Wednesday. So, uh, we'll just basically be taking seven days off. And then I promise I have nothing else planned on my schedule. I'm sure there'll be a trip in February, probably another one in March and April. Um, uh, but as of right now, <laughs> I have literally nothing else planned for the rest of the year. So thank you for your patience. I'm getting a really cool opportunity to, um, to go spend some, some quality time. So I appreciate your flexibility. And I, I get this point too. Like I, I hate when my favorite shows take off. It's super frustrating. Um, so I know we, we took two weeks off, we worked seven days and then we're taking more time off, but I, you know, it's a fine it's necessary balance. for your mental health. It though. is, man. I just, I just need yes. to, I need to take opportunities need like sunshine. this. Well, I, I need <laughs> sunshine, but I just don't get a lot of opportunities con to connect with people I care about. You gotta, you know, That's you gotta right. remember that. Like it's something that usually with people that, that I know has to be scheduled out because I don't really have any strong connections in Maryland. So I do really put a lot of value into these trips. So thank yes. you for the understanding that unfortunately I, I can't always just do these over, over, you know, single weekends. I will not be posting for my trip on social media. Um, and so I, um, I'm proud of you for that. Yeah, it's, it's fine. I'm, I'm, I just don't want y'all to be like, where are you at? Um, because I will, <laughs> I will be, I will be there. I would just, it was kind of the agreement because I'm so, what was the word he used? Um, unrelatable. Uh, I would not be posting from this vacation. So I, it's so stupid. It's so dumb. Like, why can't I just well, post that? It's good in to be off the grid. That's when fine. You can no, really it, relax. It'd, it'd be I'm, nice I'm happy about it. After my little hiatus over the, um, the, the break, it was fine. But I just, I, a lot of people, it was so sweet because, so many people check in with me and they're like, Hey, so you good. And I, mm -hmm. I that means a lot to me. So I didn't want anybody to worry. I will be, uh, I'll be in Mexico. I'll be back. Our next episode will be back on the 15th. I'm sorry. The 18th, 18th, oh. uh, okay. which is next Eight. Wednesday. So thank yeah. you for the time off and let's do our 
Ask My Mom for today. This is an advice segment that we do. And anytime you're having a dilemma, you can go to certifiedmamasboy.com. You can type in, just hit the contact button, send us your message. You can do it anonymous if you want to. Actually, I keep everybody anonymous. I never know if you want me to say your business or not. And um, then my mom, who's been a mom mm-hmm. for 43 years, will give you the best motherly advice she can. And then we, as your podcast fam, hop in with our take as well. So, mom, what we got for today? Dear Mama Nancy, So it's been a little over a week since Christmas, and my husband keeps asking me why I'm not wearing any of the new clothes he got me. I don't have the heart to tell him how much I don't like it because he was so excited to give them to me. I'd feel terrible asking him for the receipt to return it. But it's eight pieces, and they're all really just not my style at all. Now I have him asking me all the time if I wore them yet, and I don't know what to say to him. Would I be better off just telling him I want to exchange it for different ones or just wear them from time to time to make him happy and protect his feelings? Or do you think he'll just stop asking me? Love you forever. Love you forever. You know... (laughs) Goodness gracious, Jim and I have been married, as you all know, 50 years. And at some point in time, we just came to the understanding that if we gave each other something that the other one didn't like, that we would be okay with them returning it or exchanging it. And and we've done that numerous times. Yeah. But let me, but let me stop you. Or, let me stop you really quick. Yeah. When... When in your relationship did you decide to do that? That was oh, okay. Oh no, early on, early on. Like I would well, say. Well, you say early. That could be. That could be. That could be thirty years ago. That could Mom. be forty years ago. No. <laughs> okay, but even still, that's still ten yeah. years into the marriage. Yeah. That's yeah. still for a lot of people my age is 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 right around where a lot of us are. You know. Yeah. So yeah. I, yeah. I was, yeah. I was going to say that. I think that really depends. <laughs> I think on how long you've been. How long married. have you been together? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think after 50 years, I mean, like, well, there, there's no stone unturned. <laughs> That's true. But I'm thinking on We've the other end. we through most everything at this point. I'm, I'm thinking on the other end. Like, I yes. uh, I would feel um, – I'd feel some kind of certain way, you know, if we're asking uh, from a, a man's perspective. I, I think if I went out – because, like, clothes are big. It's, it's, I, I, I won't buy people clothes anymore because for that reason alone. Like mm-hmm. things like clothes, um, mm-hmm. home decor, Handbags, jewelry. Yeah. Shoes. Anything that like, mm-hmm. I just, it's, it's tough. It's tough. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know how most couples would be. And I think it probably is going to depend on where you are in your relationship. I think if you guys are super comfortable, no big deal. But I think honestly, like I think that I would feel, here's how I would feel is, a little like beat down. Like I picked this out and it was special to me for you to wear. I thought you would look cute in it. Right. Like, mm. um, obviously I don't want my partner to wear something that like they don't want to wear, but I would also feel kind of, uh, I don't know. Cause like guys aren't like, I, I, it really depends on his personality type, you know? 
Because he might mm-hmm. just be like, whatever, you know, okay, it's no big deal. But he could also really get his feelings hurt. <laughs> That's the problem with all of these is that we don't know the people involved. Yeah. And we don't know the real situation. So it's, it's really it's really challenging. That's why it's so great to have our community chime in. Um, of like what you do in your know, relationships, you know, yeah, like and, and maybe yeah. that might. How do you that handle? Might, might how do you handle helpful. bad gifts in your relationship? Mm-hmm. Um, because hang in there, and after fifty years, it'll be fine. <laughs> just just hold on to it for the next fifty years, and then then tell me you don't like it, uh, and just say oh, I'm going to wear it tomorrow for the next fifty years. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but I would feel a certain kind of way, right? Like. If it's been God, now it's been how many days? About about what two weeks since holidays? Two or three weeks? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, if I was like, if I was excited to give it to you, and you weren't yeah. wearing it, I'd feel some kind of certain way about it. Yeah. So anyway, um, if you want to go to, um, uh, you can call us eight 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 Kramer eight. Here's the problem: is we won't have another new episode until <laughs> for another week. For another week. So we'll. Um, but but please do again. What I do with all these things? I take your phone calls. I take your, um, I take screenshots of the Facebook posts and I take, uh, your, any kind of messages, emails, DMs, whatever. And I, I forward all of them over to the people that ask these questions. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyway, you want to get in touch, 888-Kramer8 is the number, call text, uh, or you can go, let's get the conversation started over on the Certified Fans page today too. Mom, while we're here, um, I wanted to do a quick check-in on your Cozy Earth sheets. I want your unbiased opinion of how those are. They are absolutely fabulous. Yeah? I love them. Yes? I'm so spoiled now that I don't use any other sheets. I just take them off the bed. I launder them. I put them right back on. (laughs) I'll tell you what, man. Like you will, your life will be changed when you when you sleep on cozier sheets. It's my least favorite thing about going on vacation. Honestly, is like knowing that I'm going to have some kind of subpar sheet to sleep on. Mm-hmm. I, I know that you know luxury sheets can be an investment. We're giving you forty percent off the world's softest sheets, and it's not even just sheets. I mean, they they have the soft everything. We I know we focus on the sheets because what my mom and I both have, so we just talk about it all the time. But uh, clothing, blankets, socks. Um, just anything that like you love that's cozy, they make a, the coziest version of this. We do have a 40% off coupon to go use at CozyEarth.com, which this will be the last week. Um, this it may actually be when we get back. Anyway, the coupon's running out, so I'm trying to say. I'm not quite sure. I don't I don't schedule the commercials, to be honest with you. But so it's I don't not know. much longer. It's not much longer because we're already in overtime because we took a couple weeks off last year. Uh, so right. it won't. It won't last long. You've heard us talk about cozy air sheets for so long, and they're the sheets that are made out of bamboo that are so friggin' soft. They have a hundred night sleep guarantee and a ten year warranty on it. If you're if you're not as impressed as we are, then you send it back, and um, there's no questions asked. So cozyearth.com, cozyearth.com. Your coupon code for your your softest things ever is uh, is Kramer Kramer forty. I'm sorry, yeah, Kramer forty. K R A M E R four zero at cozyearth.com. All right, mom, that's uh, we'll end the show with you today. Any last words before we take our little hiatus, (laughs) our second hiatus? (laughs) Yes. Well, I hope you have safe travels and a a wonderful time. And um, I'll be looking forward to having you back and being on the podcast again. And I hope that um, all of our fans and everyone listening has a good week. All right. I love you. Okay. Love you forever. 